There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. What's going on, everybody? It's Jeff Rieger, and this is a brand new podcast. You hear me on the radio, 97.1 The Ticket, right? But now, maybe you're watching this on YouTube. Maybe you're downloading it wherever you get your podcast. This is exciting. I've never done a podcast before. This one's going to be cool. It's called The Daily Ticket, and it's geared towards Detroit sports. Here's what happens, okay? Every day, there's a big story in Detroit sports, whether it's Jared Goff and the Lions, Jim Harbaugh and the NCAA, Mel Tucker just had some interesting comments. What about Justin Verlander? He pitched over the weekend at Comerica Park. There's always a big story of the day, and this podcast is geared to covering those big stories. Let me tell you a little bit about it before we get going. The Daily Ticket. Please follow, rate, and review. And I'm new to podcasting. I totally admit this. But if the reviews are anything like the ticket text that I get, they could be brutal. But I'm going to read them all. I've read so many negative ticket texts about me over the course of my life that maybe the reviews are a little more positive. I'm not quite sure, but we're going to try it out You give me the best or worst review, I'll read it every podcast. The best, the worst, I'll read it. Please rate, please follow, and make sure to review. The best, meaning I'm good. The worst, meaning I suck. I'll read the best and the worst every podcast. Tune in every morning, Monday through Friday, to see if yours gets read and check out the take of the day. So here's how this is going to go, okay? Monday through Friday, early in the morning, if you follow us, if you're kind enough to follow us, you'll have a new take from me every morning that you can sink your teeth into. Then feel free to tell me how I did or if you agree or if you disagree. So every morning, Monday through Friday, it's called The Daily Ticket. It will be there for you. I guarantee it will be there for you. And again, new to podcasting, so I hope to get better. I don't know if this mic needs to be in the picture. This picture, by the way, this is at my mother's house, so this won't be here all the time. Full honesty, full disclosure, I had no idea how to do this podcasting thing, so my brother, who is all about this podcasting thing, had to go over to his house to make it work. So he's helped me get on this air to begin with. Anyway, enough about me. The daily ticket, people. Every morning, I'll have a rant, a take about something that's going on in Detroit sports, anywhere from 15 to 20. Heck, if I get really worked up, maybe a half hour. You never know. No commercials either, so that's exciting. Not like on radio, where it's like five minutes of commercials. So today, first podcast, bright and early Monday morning, I thought we got to talk about what every host of 97 won the ticket has talked about at one point or another over the course of the last three weeks, and that's the preseason. And I know what you're thinking. The preseason, who wants to talk about the preseason? You're absolutely right. The preseason sucks. The preseason's boring. This is the hardest time for a sports fan to be alive because we've made it to preseason games. So we've made it through the summer, but we haven't quite made it to kickoff. So all we're left to do is to react to preseason stuff, which is, of course, bogus because most of the stuff that happens in the preseason doesn't mean a hill of beans. However, there is one thing There's one thing that I I don't like. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It involves the preseason. And this is your first chance to yell at me on the reviews. I'll read them all. 
I'll take them to bed with me for crying out loud. But what I don't like, with so much optimism about the Detroit Lions, everybody thinks they're going to win the division, host the first playoff game since 1992 at the Pontiac Silverdome. There's so much optimism. Vegas thinks they're going to be good. The nation thinks they're going to be good. Detroit thinks they're going to be good. And I agree. I think they're a very good, deeper team than we've seen in quite some time. But the one thing that makes me nervous, and I'm beating around the bush a little bit here because I'm afraid to tell you because I know you're going to judge me right away. The one thing that makes me nervous is the lack of play from the starters in the preseason. Okay, fine. Throw stuff at the screen. I said it. The lack of play from the starters in the preseason. Damn near every quarterback that starts for their team has played in the preseason. Every quarterback. We saw Bryce Young on a Friday night through his first touchdown pass, first overall pick. But he's a rookie, you'll say. He's got to play. We saw Aaron Rodgers with the Jets on Saturday night through his first touchdown as a Jet. But he's working with a new offense. He's got to play, you'll say, right? Everybody's played. Justin Fields has played. Deshaun Watson has played with the Browns. Russell Wilson has played with the Broncos. Jordan Love played. Look good with the Packers. C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Trevor Lawrence, the Saints, Derek Carr, they've all played in the preseason. In fact, unless I'm missing someone, and I did not do the research fully, which would be embarrassing because on the full first podcast, I want to try to set a good example, right? I want to give you facts. I don't want to screw up anything. But unless I miss somebody, only three starting quarterbacks have not played in the preseason or will not play in the preseason. Dak Prescott, Cowboys, Justin Herbert, Chargers, Jared Goff, Detroit Lions. I know the majority of you don't think this is a big deal, but it makes me uncomfortable. Go back to last year. Last year, Jared Goff played in the first preseason game. It was against the Falcons. He threw a total of four passes. Did not play in the second or third preseason game. Next thing you know, they started the season in against Philly at Ford Field, and they put up 35 points. No big deal. Didn't matter. Goff threw two touchdowns, threw a pick as well, over 200 yards in the air. They hung. Their defense let them down. That's the reason they lost that football game. But they hung. This year, it's totally different. September 7th, less than two weeks from now, on a Thursday, to open the NFL season, Goff and the starters and the Lions are going to Arrowhead. What do I know about Arrowhead? It's hostile. It's freaking loud at Arrowhead. And I also know that if that offense, which I don't think it will, but if the offense that was fifth or sixth, depending on what stats you'll look at in the NFL last season, if it comes out like a dud, the first thing everybody's going to do is, should have played those guys in the preseason. Why didn't you play them in the preseason? It's not like you're opening it up at home. You got rookies that have been acclimated to both sides of the football. You're starting with all eyes on you. There's going to be some nerves. There's going to be some butterflies. Might take a little bit of time to get in the rhythm. All while the other side, Patrick Mahomes, you know what he did? He played in the preseason. He played in two of the three games. He threw touchdown passes in the preseason. But I know what you'll say. You'll say, but they didn't do joint practices. And it's a good point you would make. Because they didn't. So they had to play Mahomes in the preseason. But if there was one guy that you wouldn't think would risk injury, 
in exhibition games, it'd be Patrick Mahomes. He's the greatest to ever do it. Yes, I said ever do it because I think he's that good. He played in the preseason. But the Lions had joint practices. Week one was against the Giants. Week two was against the Jags. Everybody talks about joint practices like it's the new way to do things in football. Chiefs didn't do it, but the Lions did. You can manipulate joint practices. You want to work on seven-on-seven. You want to work on O-line. You want to work on goal line. You want to work on the two-minute drill. You can do all that stuff in joint practices. But you know what you can't do? You cannot set up the unexpected. I'll give you a prime example. Bryce Young against the Lions in Carolina on Friday night. Through his first touchdown pass to Thalen, right? However, first drive, he's running for his life. O-line did a nice job for a little bit of time of blocking. And next thing you know, Bryce had the scamper. Back-to-back plays, I think. He did a really nice job tucking the football, running, one time for a first down, one time for a big gainer, right? You cannot get that going in joint practices. That is live bullets are going on. People are trying to sack you, and you improvise. You get the job done. You call an audible, whatever the case is, right? You cannot make that happen in joint practices. And it's my worry that because the Lions starters have not really played in the preseason, summer new additions to get maybe a gel and rhythm going, it's my concern and worry that maybe it affects them in the biggest game of the season, which is the first game of the season, which is on national TV and the entire world is watching. Wouldn't it be so Lions-like for the NFL to give you the nod? The NFL believes in us. They believe in the Lions. We're going to give you our gem of a game. We're going to give it to you. All the nation is watching. And you come out like a dud offensively because you didn't play in the preseason. Now, I fully admit that maybe I'm overreacting. I fully admit that I could be totally wrong about this. Usually in radio, when you have a belief or an opinion, you fight to the death for it. That's what you do. With this, I'm going to tell you, first podcast, I could be wrong. I'm going to tell you, maybe I'm lukewarm about it, but it, without a doubt, makes me uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable that the majority of the Lions starters, including their quarterback, will have not played in the preseason games. And if they come out like a dud, don't you think it's going to be the preseason? It's not a must-win game. It's the first game of the season. But it does make me uncomfortable. This is usually the part on the radio where I would give out the number, 248-539-9797, and I'd wait for the phone lines to come in and tell me that I'm right or wrong. It's a little different. It's a podcast. So please rate and review, and I will read all the reviews. Again, my promise to you, the most brutal review, right on the air, the greatest review, Maybe it's written for my mother or my brother or my wife. My seven-year-old, I can teach her how to read and write reviews. So then maybe she'll give me the good review. But I'll read the best and the worst on this podcast. Again, you're just joining us. It's called The Daily Ticket. Every morning, I'm going to be on YouTube. I'm going to be right in front of your face with my take of the biggest sports going on in Detroit. No matter what the sport is, we'll make sure to cover it. Podcast number one about the preseason. While we do have a little of time left, and listen, if you want to disagree, I'm down. I could end up looking like a moron on this one. 
but it makes me super uncomfortable. What I am confident in, though, is I've seen three guys over the course of the preseason. They've all played in preseason games that have stuck out. They're all going to make the team, in my opinion. I wanted to give them to you very quickly. Number one is Jack Campbell. He's played in all three preseason games. He's everywhere. Thing that sticks out to me about Jack Campbell, the big linebacker from Iowa, is that he's big. 6'5", 243 pounds. But he's not like slow big. He's quick. He gets around the field. Very impressive. Seven tackles in the preseason so far. Lions can't stop the run last year in the start of the season and against Carolina. You got to believe the addition of a Jack Campbell makes that linebacking core all that much deeper and hopefully you're able to stop more teams' runs as the games go on. Second guy that sticks out is Stephen Gilmore. We know he's the brother of Stephon Gilmore. Stephon has had a great NFL career. He's now with the Cowboys. Stephen Gilmore, he's from Marshall. I love this story because I love the story of every undrafted player that finds his way to an NFL team. He was undrafted from Marshall. Lions pick him up, and he's been outstanding. Two interceptions already in the preseason. One of them is a pick six. He's got six pass deflections, five tackles. He's been outstanding. And if he makes the team, I should say when he makes the team, this is another feather in the cap for Lions GM Brad Holmes, who just continues to look like a genius when he's evaluating talent. Because so far, Stephen Gilmore has been outstanding for the Lions. Third guy is obvious. It's Brian Branch. Brian Branch has been so good. I read this on DetroitLions.com, so I'm not stealing it. I'm just citing the work of DetroitLions.com. They had to move C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who they went out and got in the preseason or the offseason. He's been outstanding, too. Hasn't really played, though, in the preseason because he's a starter. But they had to move C.J. Gardner-Johnson to safety to accommodate making sure that Brian Branch and C.J. Gardner-Johnson could be on the field together. That's how good Brian Branch has been. He's been all over the place. Second-round pick, 14th overall. At the time, everybody was like, steal of the draft from Alabama. And so far, he's proving all of those people right. All of them. Because he's been all over the football field. And for a Lions secondary that is in desperate need of improvement from last year. I don't know if you know this, but the Lions D last year was ranked the last in the league. It got better as the season went on, but still pretty horrific. Brian Branch, Stephen Gilmore, and Jack Campbell should do a nice job on the defensive side of the ball for the Detroit Lions to hopefully... I don't know. Let's get to this D to the middle of the pack in the NFL. And with a very good offense, which the Lions have, you got to believe that combination. Uh, mediocre D and a very good offense, that should get you into the postseason. So there it is. First podcast in the books. How'd I do? Please, rate, review. It's called The Daily Ticket. I'll be joining you every morning, my take on anything that's going on in Detroit sports. I can't wait, by the way, to get to my Tigers off-season podcast. They can easily make that team better. They've been impressive lately. A lot of guys popping for that team. When the Red Wings get going, I can't wait to see how Larkin and DeBrinket look on the same line and on the power play. 
Cade Cunningham is finally healthy. Did you hear how he's tearing it up against the USA basketball players over the summer? We'll talk about that as well. So every day there's going to be a new story. Every day I'm going to have a take for you. Kind of like a radio show, but you're not calling me. You're just rating and reviewing, hopefully. So make sure to follow the daily ticket, rate, review, and tell me how I did for my first one. And if I screwed it up or you think I suck, I'll be back again tomorrow and I'll try to do better. And by the way, I wanted to add one quick thing. We're doing this Monday through Friday. So I kind of feel every now and then we're going to shake it up. Once a month, I have a great idea that will incorporate 97.1 The Ticket staff and hosts. More on that to come, but I think you'll enjoy it. In the meantime, rate, review, The Daily Ticket. The most brutal review gets read on the next Daily Ticket, which will be tomorrow. And the best review, just because I want to feel kind of good about myself, that's going to get read as well. All right, just to recap, I think it's a mistake. I'm uncomfortable. That Lions starters have, for the majority, not played in the preseason. I'll say it again, rate and review. I think that's what the YouTubers say. You know, am I now officially a YouTuber? My daughter watches YouTube. They all live in mansions, and they all drive Teslas. So I kind of feel I'm headed in that direction. Well, what the hell do I know, though? All right, the daily ticket. We'll catch you tomorrow. It's been fun. Hopefully, I didn't embarrass myself too much. We'll catch you next time. The Daily Ticket, rate and review. See you, people.